tired of being hot and being hot with me. Mano, 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 BJ, 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 BJ. This ain't rocket science, people. Rocket Science People episode 20. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Two zero. 20. Got my man Tone in the building. BET Tone. Oh, we can't call you BET Tone. Nah, yeah, it's Damn. Tone now. My boy, it's I turn now. Yeah, we, done, we done graduated. <laughs> yeah, alert. We done moved on up. You <laughs> was the projects. No stabs, no shots at BET, though. They held me down. They definitely took good care of you. I remember that. You was yeah, the man back then. We got then. the HBCU, though, man. We at, we at Stanford now. Ooh. I like that. Mm. You know I mean? This ain't Rocket Science episode 20, man. Mm hmm. Uh, follow us on Instagram, T A R S Podcast on the gram. Yes, right, hit us up on the website, tiredofbeinghumble.com, man. Check out the merch and all that good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. But, like, as we always do, man, before we get this thing started, we're going, before we get it started, we're going to start up with some positivity, all right? Mm-hmm. Let's get the positive vibes flowing. All right, so we got to get the positive vibes flowing, Tone, all right? I'm with it. Let's do it. All right, so I know you're going to like this. Mm-hmm. We're going to dip into this Eagles helmet. Mm-hmm. You feel me? <laughs> All right, now whatever you pull out of here, uh-huh. you gotta speak positively about it. Okay. Just to get this thing started off on the right track, and mm-hmm. we gonna we gonna we gonna hit everybody. Yes, yes. We got Joel in the building, BG in the building, track in the building. All right, but we are gonna start with Tone. All right. First of all, this lovely uh, Eagles helmet, man. I'm excited about this situation. Yeah. You know what I mean, just to kick everything off, we got some hateration <laughs> in the back. Some hateration. Don't tell us what you guys let everybody pull out. Okay. The Eagles. All right. We gonna start. We gonna we'll touch on the Eagles later, man. <laughs> Damn, I got an awful one, man. <laughs> well, you gotta, you gotta be gotta, positive, man. Damn, you fucking a padding up, Bill. Let, yeah. let me get up in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm saying, go ahead. Damn. I'm a little worried about what I what I picked this helmet. I got an awful one, man. for real. <laughs> I got a great oh, okay, all right. All I'm right. a little stressed about this. All right, one. Let's talk. Let's talk. Get let's your answer right. Home. All right, so we starting with me. Yes, sir. All right, so my my. Uh, Topic is child support. Child support. Child support. It's, it's difficult for me to uh, put a positive spin on this <laughs> because so many women abuse men. Talk about it. And they don't take the. But you know what? We're going to speak positive, so I'm not even going to get to the negative. Right, 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 right. The good thing about child support is that there are some women, a good portion of women, who use the child support to actually go to the kid and support the lifestyle and there are some deadbeat dads out here that's not doing the right thing and these women need to get that money to do what's best for the child not for the guy not for her but for the child so in in that regard child support does have have its place here we go I like that that was good man you brought it full circle you you brought up a negative but then came back with the positive he called himself he he, he almost took us down a rocky road this podcast (laughs) but he he, he, he called himself (laughs) I like that. You might need to take a step towards this way. I'm a little close to the mic, girl. All right, no girl slash dude. Now, I have neither, so. Come on, let's be positive. I'm, I, hey, that is positive. Single? I can do whatever the fuck I want. There you go, there's the power. No nigga in mind? Mm. I'm great. I'm living the life. It's a dream. There you go. It's the dream. It's the, the dream. American Sounds dream. Good. Track, what we got, track? Uh, I got that. Donald Trump uh, popped up again. Uh, Donald Trump pops uh, up again. Donald Trump has popped up again. I think he had a speech tonight, too. Wow. That's impossible. Come on now. You got to dig deep? Dig deep? Come on, man. Entrepreneur, maybe? His hair. I was, that's what I was going to go. He's going to go his hair. It's confidence. You got to have confidence to rock your hair like that on a consistent <laughs> basis. Confidence. That's a positive thing about Brother Trump. He has a plan. He got casinos. <laughs> All right. Not that, not that uh, positive, 
Hey man, hey, definitely. Second, he, he, hasn't he hasn't publicly killed anybody. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't committed murder. True. Right, that we know of. At least not yet. True, right? true, true. Not yet. Good not yet. You know what? You sticking to your guns. I can't be mad. That's good. That's good. That's good. Over nanny. Over here, I got, I got losing your virginity. Whoa. Mm. All right. I mean, can I say multiple positives? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. I, I think the. They say you shouldn't use the definition. It, to, in defining something mm -hmm. But losing your virginity The positive thing about losing your virginity Is losing your virginity you know what I mean you're getting out there You're getting some experience Because how many times I mean I'll take it to Joel How many times you came across a guy And he might not be experienced How you feel about that You know what I'm saying It might be Exactly. So losing your virginity, you get experience. But for us, it's hurt, it hurts. We bleed. All right. Uh, we're not going yeah, to we're not gonna go that way. We're positive, baby. We're positive. Definitely going to be positive. And then my last? Yes, your last. I pulled out lying. Lying. Maybe time to refresh the helmet. Yeah, I think we got. I feel like we got a lot of repeats yeah, in here. Yeah, we definitely did. But I got lying. And um, lying can be very positive. It is. Uh, lying can save you from a lot of arguments. Mm -hmm. It save you a lot of stress. Yeah. Keep the stress and, down. Um, yeah, keep you out of prison. Keep yeah. you out of prison. It could. Keep OJ. you out of a lot of places. Shout out to OJ. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to OJ. <laughs> <laughs> the gloves don't fit. You must have quit, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It can so. keep you from paying child support. It True. <laughs> True. It like, keep you paying. <laughs> it keep you from paying your taxes. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of positives. <laughs> that I think about it can it. save you a little everything. <laughs> it can save your life. All of them to save you some money. Keep the lie alive. Keep the lie alive. I get my Martin reference. And like my man BG said, the liar helps the liar out and the person being lied to. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So yeah, that's that's a good way to start this this, this podcast. Like, like, positive. Clap it up. Clap it up. Positive. We got the positivity going. Clap it up. Positive. Positive. So we we gonna get into a little bit of everything tonight here on uh, episode twenty of this ain't rocket science. Like I said, I got my man Tone in the building. Yeah, yeah. He has some strong feelings on KD, so we're going to get into that. Mm -hmm. We're going to also... Oh, we're bringing back Am I Wrong. Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. we're going to bring back Am I Wrong. Some fresh joints for y'all. And then we're going to close it down with some uh, little bit of entertainment news for you. Mm -hmm. All right, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to start off with Tom, man. How do you feel about the Kevin Durant situation going to Golden State? Listen, man, I've been debating about this all day. Maybe maybe two, three days I've been debating about it, even before KD actually made the announcement. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a sucker move. Okay. And this is just me. You took... A 73 win team mm -hmm. to the point of almost beating them, you only needed one more game to win. Right. You up three to one, you lose, mm -hmm. and then you join that squad. Right. That don't make no sense. That's like you and your man getting beat down by a team, and then you know what? You're like, yo, I, I'm going to rock with them from now on. Right. Yeah, but That's they exactly lumped you was. up. Right. They beat you up. It's like y'all getting beat up in the street, and yeah. you say, you and know you what? I'm from that block now. Let's start jumping people That's now. like, yo, it's, it's an old joint. Um, uh, uh, Richard Pryor, the great Richard Pryor said, somebody asked him what gang he was in. He said, hey, whichever one winning. What gang you in? Hey, whichever one is winning. <laughs> Remember who said that about his NBA team? This was before he was affiliated with the, there wasn't a Brooklyn Net back then. Right. And they asked him, what's his favorite? team he said whatever team's winning right whatever team is so winning, we go. yo it's like that's like kd was a blood and took <laughs> his red off and straight up threw on some blue and started sea walking out there with <laughs> that was just a sucker move to me and it's like here's the thing i don't mind players leaving free so it's, it's a compartmentalized thing like some people think you have to be upset or happy right. and it's kind of a, a middle ground mm. so I'm not mad at KD for exercising his right as a free agent. You know, right. teams cut players and trade players every day. Right. So I don't get mad when a player like LeBron or KD drops the team mm -hmm. because ain't right. no such thing as loyalty. This is business. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't expect you to to 
be a slave to a certain team. Go make your money. Go to the city you want to. Do your thing. I'm not mad at that. Right. But of all the teams in the league, how do you go to the Warriors? That gives it, it just it messes up the competition of the game to me. Absolutely. You know I mean? Not only the competition in the game, but just competitive competitiveness across the board. Mm -hmm. Like I want to see great players go against great players yeah. to see who's greater. To literally join up with these dudes, that's yeah. the only I'm with you. I don't have no problem. You put you put in nine years of service. Mm -hmm. You already signed one extension with this team. Mm -hmm. So you put your time in, you deserve to be a free agent and make the best choice. But why would you wanna to me, like I told y'all earlier off mic, I kind of felt like he gave up. Yeah. He gave up on trying to be the man and win it. He kind of felt like I can't do it on my own. Let me go join these guys. Mm -hmm. And I could be wrong, but like how does I'm, it not look like that? It looks exactly like that, man. I'm, 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 I agree with y'all. My biggest problem, like like y'all said, he think about where Oklahoma City as a team was. Like he built that. Him and Russ put that on their back. Don't forget Nick Collison. At like Nick Collison. <laughs> not, not Nick Collison. Who, who was Adam, the white who, uh, guy? Uh, Adams. Who was the white guy? He was like he was drafted like number two for the Seattle SupersonicsX. Like the year before oh, KD. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick Collison, right? Yeah, yeah Collison was the yeah. Kansas. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So like they really built that and birthed that. You see how you see how uh, Oklahoma City Thunder games are already like it's live in there. People don't sit down till he make the first bucket. It's a hard place to play. So he built that. He earned the right to exercise his free agency rights. Mm -hmm. But to join up with the best team ever, record wise, yep, yeah, you wins. can't, you can't argue that. You can't like, argue come on, man. And I like I don't. I'm not hating it. People, people like is hating that. I'm not hating. I just have a bone to pick with that. Like when I when we look down the road at KD's career, let's just say he wins a championship. Maybe they win two. You're gonna remember this. Like he teamed up with the best team ever. I kind of feel like the best scorer more. teamed up with the best team ever. This is the first time in his in the history of the NBA that two MVPs have been on the same team under the age of thirty. That's like, they in their prime. I think, in their prime. I think that has something to say about how this generation's athlete like sees things. Thinks? Like, huh? How they think? Just how they, yeah, how they think, how they see things. Like, back in the day, it was like tougher, hard nosed guys, blue collar players. And it wasn't none of this friendly nonsense. It was uh, competitive. You want to go against these guys. Niggas now, going on vacation wanna, with each other right. on banana boats. Now everybody want to join up and, and be friends. Right. But can crazy. I say that's why this NBA Finals was so popping. We seen the babyface assassin throw his mouth guard right. in the audience. True. We seen Draymond Green attacking nuts. LeBron <laughs> looked back. Even Steph's wife got in on the action. She right. was upset. Right. So like we really got a chance to see that grittiness, but it was still respect within the grittiness. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't this weird... It was okay, good we see. lost, so now LeBron come to the Warriors. So right. like, it no. was good to see some good competitive basketball. Because I, I realized some of these guys, because of AAU, have known each other since they were like in eighth grade. But goddamn, I miss niggas being upset with each other, right. going at each other. Right. I, my favorite part of the finals had to be when LeBron blocked Steph Curry's yeah, shot. Back at, him. Back, at him back at him. Just with disgust. That was a great like, moment. I am the that, king. That great moment. It's too much laughing but, and smiling and shaking hands nowadays. Here's the thing, though. We also got to remember, too, about back in the day. It's almost like. I grew up in the hood. Right. How I grew up is different than my nieces and nephews. Right. Mm -hmm. Me and my sister, we we different because we grew up in a certain environment. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Where our mom was beating us and it was gunshots outside. We a little bit more street savvy. Right. I can't expect my nieces and nephews to be that way because they ain't grew up in that environment. Right. The NBA back then, there was, weren't right. mega contracts like that. True. You know what I mean? Like maybe Jordan and a couple other cats, but if you wasn't that dude, you was. You wasn't good. You, you know what I mean? Like you, so, so you, you needed was, uh, this. Hungry. You needed. You could be. You, we seen all the contracts now. 
Mozgov got crazy millions. Everybody We're eats me. Bums. So it's like I'm not mad. Right. I just got a hundred. Nobody's million mad. That's the problem. <laughs> but how could you? How could you be mad if no, you're I a agree. marginal player and you just got a hundred million? Right. What's my what are you mad at? For Memphis, hundred and fifty-three Conley. million. Oh, Conley, highest paid player ever. Never That's made an All-Star Con- game. So think about it. You, Mike Conley, you just got all that <laughs> you never money. Never made the ballot before. What, what am I fighting for? No, I agree. I you can't make me mad. Tone your mama, bitch. I know. I know. Cool. Man, hey, whatever. My game check was a million dollars. So it's like. I got everything all right. I already got Ben Simmons got a twenty million dollar shoe deal before totally, he even played. I totally right. agree. Another thing about that, that is, a lot of these players used to be poor until they made the league. Mm. Nowadays, you got sneaks in eighth grade. Yeah. You get yeah. they coming in rich. Right, Kyrie they come, in, come right. from money. That's True. what I'm saying. Like you know it's, it's I mean? crazy. Steph come from money. Klay Thompson come from money. They not. They both their dads was in the league. That's why you see Draymond kind of rough and Clay like, but I ain't fighting nobody. <laughs> could you even picture Clay Steph in the for the Lakers and his brother played for the Dodgers? Yeah, right. Right. they getting chips. They, man, I'm not fighting you. Cats is coming out of uh, school 16, and that's legal money. We're mm-hmm. not talking about what they're getting from boosters and stuff on the side. Right. So Cats is rich at 16 and 17. They got Instagram models all on them. They getting right, the baddest right, chicks. Right. They on TV. Already too happy. I'm not it's mad. It's nothing right. to look forward it's to. Nothing to scratch. It's like when you see. Pigeons, Mike Tyson, my favorite, one of my favorite boxers of all time, he would always say how pigeons would, he had, he likes pigeons, and he would throw bread, and mm-hmm. they would kill each other, they best friends, yeah. brothers and sisters, but they would kill each other when the bread was down, he said that's how it was with him and Holyfield and other cats, right. they're friends, right. but when it's time to fight, we, we mercenaries, we kill each other. Well, guess what? Everybody got a loaf now. <laughs> I got a loaf. A full loaf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got, this, we got pizza. <laughs> so, not just his move, but the way the NBA's trending, do you think it's bad for the NBA? Like, for example, in 20 years, I can't even see this thing still being as competitive. Nah, I don't think it's bad because you got to realize the youngsters, this is what they into. See, yeah. every year, th- this ain't just us because cats in our dad's era was like, oh, these young punks. Right, right, right. It's right, old right. every year. Same thing with music. Yeah. Right, we say, right. oh, this is whack. And then before that, old heads was saying, Jay-Z and them was whacking. This ain't real music. It's just, yeah, what is this shit? This yeah. ain't the essence. And they were saying that back when jazz was popping. What is this hip-hop shit? Right. Man, it's always when cats was rapping, oh, come again, my friend. Ha, 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 glass everywhere <laughs> everybody was saying what is this hippity hop shit and then it went from that to rock kim changing it so it's is always going to be back in the day this shit is whack it's changing and you just kind of got it this is the league now right if you want to look at old school games get on espn classic and check see them that out shit. but if you right. want to see the news the new shit is you know back in the day cats look like thugs now, you know what i mean thugged out now, now cats is the runway true it's really that time it was really the, the runway it really is they has an instagram like fashion page now absolutely they yeah. had the fashion correspondent a while ago yeah, on tv yeah, like, like, yeah. uh, nba player mark my words you heard it here on the podcast first all right we breaking we breaking it this ain't rocket science uh, nba player this ain't rocket science I'm Tony Anderson, that's I saying it right here, right now. Mark my words. Uh-huh. An NBA player is going to show up to a game in a sundress. Oh Get the fuck I'm telling you. It's, it's going to be Tony Russell Westbrook. Anderson views are his, and his own. Dog. Yeah, you know what? Listen, but as I thought he was saying it, I'm picturing it. Listen, listen, look at the stuff Russell Westbrook is wearing, B. You can't tell me some of that shit don't look kind of dressed. The fishnet. I think he had on some fishnet. Some fishnet shit. Uh, on his arms. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's going to have jeans on underneath, but on top with the, of it, it's going to be dress. The crazy thing is on. I can picture it and I can I, see him wearing it like as it. you say it. I can see him getting away with it, too. That's a scary uh, yeah, yeah, That's he, the even scarier. Yeah, They're going to be like, that's Russell Westbrook. That's him. He's creative. That's just him. He, he got that Dennis Rodman swag. Well, wherever you, it's like Andre 3000. <laughs> hey, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever you do, it's, it's cool. all cool. All right, so SI Tone, before we uh, move on, how did you become SI Tone now? 
Tell the people so, exactly who you are, man. So, uh, first of all, I made a crack earlier, but I, I said, uh, we, we, you know, we not HBCU anymore now. We Stanford, but don't get it twisted. Right. Dell State is in the building. Still repping the Hornets. Right, right. I got my, 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 uh, my undergrad from Dell State, the master's from Stanford. I'm not going to ever go play HBCUs because this is what right. got us to this point. Yes, indeed. Right. Um, Delaware State University may come from Philadelphia, from Germantown, uptown representative. Okay. Um, went to, to Delaware State University and uh, majored in communications. And, you know, I'm really loving what y'all doing with the podcast. This ain't rocket science. And oddly enough, this is one of the things where I started off at just me and my man Omar running around with a camera. Interesting point. I'll make it real quick. We got our first camera. My man Joe Graves knocked the dude out and stole his camera. <laughs> he stole out Cali. He played on the football team. Oh, shit. So they went to the spring ball together, and somebody stole Cali weed. I think it was Joe. And he was like, yo, where my weed at? And long story short, Joe knocked him out, took his camera, and gave it to us. Mm -hmm. And was like, yo, if you shoot a commercial, he was selling cars for my car dealership. Y'all got had a camera. Mm -hmm. So that's how we were able to, because we didn't have equipment. We was on some hood shit at the school. Right, right. So we took that and we began filming talent shows and all of the, you know, fashion shows around the campus. And we had a little skit similar to what y'all got going on. And then from there, got an internship at BET. Then I got my first job at NBC News, traveled all around the world, covered different events. And then from NBC News, I went to BET News, traveled all around the world, covered Trayvon Martin, was on 106 and Park, interviewed everybody, mm -hmm. and um, doing news stuff. I was Jesse Williams before Jesse Williams was Jesse Williams. <laughs> <laughs> the original. It's like, no, shout out to Jesse Williams. But, you know what I mean? And then from there, I did interviews with LeBron. I did interviews with I did interviews with LeBron and KD. I met both of them. They're real cool dudes. I like both of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So from there, I uh, I have an agent um, with our Abrams you agency. Stepped up. Nah, you okay, I mean? I see you stepped up now, my boy. boy. My boy really started out as BET. Talk. This boy was on anything that was on BET. Anything. No, I'll never forget the day. I'll never forget Valentine's the day. Valentine's Day episode of 106. Shirt Took the off. shirt off. Right yeah, off. Wilding. Yo, I got so many girls from that day. I believe it. I showed up in the cab. I took my shirt off. Yo, y'all understand. It was a blizzard that day. And I thought they was going to cancel the show. I was praying. I was like, Jesus, Allah, Buddha. One of y'all. I don't care which one. One of y'all made sure the show go on. And I was on the show. I was on there a couple of times. Pretty Ricky was on there once, and I was like, it was a setup, so it was supposed to be a dating game. Right, right. And, and it was these bad, it was four bad girls too, but I had to play them. Right. Mm -hmm. So the one girl, I picked her, and you know what I mean? She uh, thought she was excited to see me, and then I was like, you cool, but I don't really want you, I want Roxy. So then, <laughs> you know what I mean? I shimmied off stage. It was stage, a good move, it was a good move. And then they was like, you know what, don't worry about it, we got Pretty Ricky. So I was like, it was a setup the whole time. Right, right, Rest But the they match. wasn't in on it. Right. So I played her on TV and they went backstage. They was in formation. They was like <laughs> was cussing mad. me out oh, and they was mad God. at me. And the rest of the part, people don't know to this day, Pretty Ricky signed them. They were their singing group called Buttercream. Oh, word. People don't even know that. Pretty Ricky is for them. They bad. Look at If you look it up, Pretty Ricky and Buttercream. Buttercream. Group. They only have one single and then disappeared. All four of them So basically, from you appearing on that show, you parlayed that into an intern? I parlayed that, parlayed that. Well, no, nah, the internship came first. Okay. I parlayed the internship into being on air. So how I was skinny. And what I noticed was when I would take off my shirt at Dell State fashion shows or whatever the case is, the girls was going crazy. So I got I in shape. That. And somebody, I was flexing. So somebody, I was HGH before HGH was popping. <laughs> so somebody happened to see at BET that I was swole. They said, yo, you should come on the show with LL to do his fitness book. And then from there, they was like, yo, you look good on TV. We start, And then they just started using me for everything. Right, right. So then I was on a student center and it, I became like the... The light skinned dude that was on TV. It's that light skinned dude from BT. I was that's the light skinned right. from BT. Right. Like that was my nobody knew my name. Nah. I was the light skinned nigga from BT. The funny thing is, I was and I had some classes with you. I would see you in class, 
and then a date you would miss class for like i don't know a couple weeks mm-hmm. but like you was grinding you know i mean you because you weren't in class but you was on bt yeah. and, and i was like you know what i can't hate like who the- i failed one class miss perrine i forget what class oh, you're man. i failed her class three times b i failed her class yeah, so many slide. times I used to like her. She, eventually oh, she yeah, was like yeah, you yeah. know what right she said don't come to the class no more uh, that's what's up she gotta show love i failed it three times because i'm like if it's gonna be this or bet man right. you already know what the answer right. is right. this class right so i ended up the crazy part about all of this shit is they said i was i was cocky and i thought i was bigger than school whatever the case is teachers later on will come and ask me for work like the professors right. was like, yo, Tone, you think they hiring that BT? Right. Nigga, you, I pay you <laughs> to teach me some shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it was so many different things. People don't know. I was with Kanye and I got pictures and video of this shit. So motherfuckers be thinking I'm lying. Mm-hmm. I was with Kanye the night he said Bush ain't like black people. I remember that. Word. I think you, you posted that, that on I Facebook. I posted, yo, I was in the studio. Chris Tucker was there. He was like, hey, man. Yo, Chris Tucker is funny even when he's not trying to be funny. <laughs> He was just like, hey man, it's just his voice. That man. His <laughs> eyes got real big and his neck. He was like, hey man. <laughs> he was serious? <laughs> That's just how he talks, man. He was like, hey, drink a drink of water, man. My mouth is parched. Yeah. Like everything, he, and he just sit there and his eyes get big and he looks like a pigeon. <laughs> hey man. What's going on, man? Yeah. Like, he really talked like it don't end. That's right. just him. That's just full character. He's, he's never in character. That's just him. Ca- his character is his character, so he's just a funny dude. Nas was in the studio making a song and we interviewed Kanye, and I'm like, Yo, I'm a kid, 20-some years old, with Kanye and Nas and Diddy and Chris Tucker in the booth. Crazy. And I was even able to bring, I brought Bill with me to one of my events. We who, Charlie Mack To Joint. Charlie Mack I remember that. That was a good time. That and was I was time. able to bring people with me. And so I had Nadir. Nadir been with me since. Yeah, Nadir was did. knocking out a lot of projects. That's how, that's how I remember, because I kind of got cool with you through Nadir, because y'all was knocking out projects together. And then you brought me on to do the Charlie Mack joint. That was real cool. You know what I mean? Got me a lot of experience in the game. You Man, mean? listen. Nadir stayed in my closet. Asked him. <laughs> and I'm, real shit. I, I had a, a one bed, a, a three bedroom, but I had two roommates. Mm-hmm. And Nadir, I got him an internship with me at BET. I don't even think it was official. I was just bringing him with me. Right. And I had a little closet. So whenever I had a honey, like he stayed on my floor. Mm-hmm. But whenever I had a honey somewhere, he had to go somewhere. <laughs> so I had a closet. Right. And I made the closet like a bedroom. And Making it work, man. Sleep. And half his feet would hang out in the hallway. And his other body was in <laughs> my the boy though, My so, boy was really grinding. Making it work, dog. Hey, man. Yo, little mama tried to holler at him. He ain't tell you that. He nah, was he, little mama boo. Nah, he, he, told, he, told he told me about that. I remember he, he told me about she that. snatched that microphone out of his hand. No, she did. That's because she was failing him. Right. To this day, hey, if he called up little mama right now, she would be with it she really like not did on his top it's probably because back then he looked like lorenz tate that's probably <laughs> yeah, what really got did. it done with his ice cube beard <laughs> oh man my boy nasty not and then from there so you, you got locked in the nbc yeah so i did the nbc situation so if you would uh, aspiring journalist sportscast or whatever make sure you go to the nabj national association very of clutch Black journalists very it's clutch something you gotta be it's, it's in dc this year so it's absolutely no reason it's in different cities mm-hmm. you know if it's far away i understand you can't go but it's in dc that's a train ride away. absolutely um so i went there and i never i didn't have money to pay so i would just you know break in uh, and just you know, I was just lying and right. shit. You know what I'm saying? That's me and Blake. Do it. it was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So the crazy part is, yo, rest in peace, Stuart Scott. I had my real, I had my resume. So all right, I'm gonna give you the. We got one, time, man. Okay. Yeah, walk it down. Walk me. Walk us down. So I give you the whole breakdown. So what I would do is when I was at BET as an intern, part of my job as an intern is the cameraman would do the inter- would hold the camera and I would do the interview, but you wouldn't see me. So yeah. you would see my hand right. and the mic, and I would ask 
you know, Trey songs, tell me about such and such and such. So my hand was famous, but my face wasn't on it. Right, right. So Same I was, I, my hand was famous to the motherfucker. So what I would do is I would bribe the cameraman and I would say, listen. Give me a little face Started time. a two shot. Yeah. If y'all in the business, y'all know the two shot is just me and the other person. I said, but listen, when you see me starting to wind down on the question, zoom in on the, the interview, the, the artist. So you don't see me. That's a good move. You understand what I'm saying? So we would do that shit. I got caught once though. I did this shit with Sheik Luch and he caught me and shit. The, the producer caught me, sunned the shit out of me from everybody. Uh-huh. So everybody was like, oh, BT Tone. And then he was like, nigga, why don't you give me some coffee? I was like, oh shit. <laughs> you intern? And I was like, damn, <laughs> moving on down. But you know what I'm saying? So what I did, I had I, compi- I would take those interviews and I would edit them back into the show. I taught myself how to shoot and edit, and I would edit them back in the show. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the, the conference and they look at your tape, motherfuckers thought I was on TV, right. even though I wasn't. Good move. So I went there and I did my demo reel. Your, your demo reel is a three to five minute clip of your work. Mm-hmm. I had my reel. The first person I showed my reel to, man, I had my pictures printed on this shit. I took all my money, flew myself out there. Back in the day, TD, you could overdraw your account. As long as you had $10 in it, mm. you could get out whatever you want. My boy knew all the tips and I tricks. Hey, hey, y'all listening. Hey, I, I, knew, necessary. Listen, I hope y'all listening. I know that TD game. So, dig, I had enough to put $10 in the TD bank, right? And then I overdrew $350. <laughs> Damn. You know what I'm saying? Because they let you take they out. They let you do it. Right, they don't right. do that shit no more, right, okay? Right. Nah. But, like, back in the day, as long as you had something in there, you can, like, take out, like, $750, whatever it was, the max per day. So, I just took out $350. Mm-hmm. Flew myself to Vegas, go out there. We stayed on my man Blake Dad's fucking floors, just wild shit. We had Blake's brain, right? Had blood. Blood, yeah, shit, shit was wild. <laughs> so either way it go, I showed it to Stuart Scott, man, from mm-hmm. ESPN. They had an ESPN booth. So it was me taking off my shirt on 106 Park, right? Oh, man. So I didn't, I didn't know this wasn't acceptable because all, right. all the girls was going crazy in their school. So I'm like, yo, so this guy looked at this and said, he started laughing. He said, uh. It wasn't even like a, it was like a, uh. it was like, like a cough almost, like, uh. like a disgust. Yeah, I, it was like a chuckle. He, uh. Right. And he put his, he put his no, his hands in his nose. He said, when have you ever seen somebody taking off this shirt in his hand? Suit. Yo, I felt this big. Y'all felt so small. Y'all was just like, man, fuck Stuart Scott. Man, he don't know my life. I'm from the street. He don't know art. I was so mad. Yo. I was hurt on the inside, man. man old I was so mad at ESPN. Oh, man. So then I just was walking down the hall with my bottom lip hanging, man. I'm crying. I got no money. So then I ran across this young black lady and she was like, why, why the long face? And I told her, yo, I was damn about to cry. So this guy was making fun. I was so mad. Like, I was so mad. So then I told the lady, I said, listen, here my real. She was the vice president of the Weather Channel. Oh, wow. And she was like, she was like, listen, I'm not going to look at your real because you were taking your shirt off while I'm out. But she said, I like your energy. You need to talk to these people. So she introduced me to this one brother. His name was Byron Pitts. Okay. Byron Pitts looked at, he was an anchor at 60 minutes at the time. Mm-hmm. So Byron Pitts looked at my reel and I was like, yo, no, I'm taking off my shirt. I'm wilding. He said, yo, this shit is fire. He said, yo, this is exactly, he was like, yo, like it. he was like, yo, that's, he was like, yo, this shit is hot. He was like, taking off your shirt, all the other shit is cool. He's like, but I like your energy. Mm-hmm. And he said, so um, not only did I have a BET shit, but one time Howard Dean came to Dell State. He was the head of the dance. Yeah. So I would interview everybody who came to Dell State. He said, I like that you can wild out and take your shirt off. But I also like that you can have a suit on and interview Howard Dean. And Got he said, range. My wife is looking for somebody like you. I yeah. said, who's your wife? He said, my wife's the vice president at NBC News. Mm. It's a black woman named Lynn Pitts. Mm-hmm. Yo, she calls me up and said, yeah, I was in the bed with my husband and we were watching your, your clip. I said, first of all, what <laughs> type of freak shit? <laughs> but it just really helped me because 
that was an inside connect. Mm -hmm. This wasn't like you your homie or something like that. This is your your husband. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So they had like a personal conversation. Mm -hmm. This was on a Saturday that I met him. She called me Monday. Wednesday they they gave me a train Wednesday morning they gave me a train ticket out there. Wednesday evening I had the job. That Monday I moved to New York and I was a NBC news reporter. Damn, bro. about this is not it's not luck. You know what I'm saying? You grinded, it's work. you networked, and that's how you got where well, you, you are. You create your own luck. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, what is it? luck is when opp opportunity meets preparation. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of this shit is luck, and you got to make sure that when your number's called, you know what I'm saying, I'm saying that you're ready for it. And, and, you know, at, at certain points, you may feel like you're not ready, but you got to do it anyway. True. You know what I mean? And I look at, I never forget, Bill was with me when we did the, uh, no, I think Nadir was with me. Mm -hmm. We did a Charlie Mack shit with Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart was maybe so. This might have been before. This may have been state property, Kevin Hart. God damn. This was state prop, Kevin Hart, when I interviewed him. And I just thought he was just, you know, a regular Philly nigga comedian. Right. Kevin Hart is the biggest comedian in the world right now. That was crazy. I think he this a year after that, too, we talked to him. He blew up. Absolutely. And he, he that's exactly how it was. This was like, it's amazing seeing how, like, I went to his, uh, in the link, I went to his joint. And I literally like stepped back and I was like, yo, we were out on shoots with this man when nobody knew. Like people just thought he was a short nigga telling That's jokes. It. And then like now he's selling out stadiums. Unbelievable. But it tells it shows you his preparation. I mean, he was ready for that moment. He prepared his whole life. Even back then, he knew he was where he was gonna be. I mean the genius thing that Kevin Hart did was Kevin Hart found new media. Anyway, any way you get into a situation, that's what it is. Kevin Hart saw Niggas was shitting on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like what we doing right now, the podcast and this shit. This was sh whoever got in on this early. Right. Like you got to get on waves before they waves. Before they right. Like Matthew Barry, we all know him. If you know fantasy football, mm -hmm. he a rock star right. in the fantasy community. That's right. right. He got in on the wave before it was a wave. Mm -hmm. Niggas was playing fantasies in the eighties. Yep. You know what I'm right. saying? With motherfuckers, with you know boards, I mean? chalkboard. They was down here, <laughs> chalkboards, filling niggas' names in. <laughs> Nerd, geek, twinkie, no games. But right. they this is just what they doing. You know? So it's right. like they. At the point now where now it's popping, they already done laid that foundation. Right. So you look at Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was one of the first comedians who took social media serious. Kevin Hart was interviewing a 50 Tyson nigga. Other comedians was too big for it. Right. Kevin Hart was doing a 50 Tyson shit. Yo, I went on tour with Tyson. I remember Tyson. that. Remember that he threw it back yeah. right there. Yo, but people, because people don't remember. I remember that shit vividly. Kevin Hart was doing this shit with a uh, Super Hot Fire. Remember the nigga, mm -hmm. the, the, the the battle nigga? Yeah. Uh -huh. I forget his name. If Super Hot Fire, I forget the shit that he did though. But like. Kevin Hart had all of these niggas that was internet sensations. He was an embracer. Where other cats was too big, Right. Kevin Hart was fucking with him. And then he got his social media shit popping. And before you know it, he took off. Mm -hmm. So you got to be ahead of the wave, yo. And you got to be able to go out there and say, what opportunities are available for me? Real rap, now that you bring that up, I think Meek, Meek Mill do that shit now. Because he definitely is the reason why I knew anything about Bobby Schmurter. Like, he was the first dude that was then there in the club bringing Schmurter wherever he was. And he really cornered that. He does that on music. I don't know. He doesn't do it now because, I mean, he got Nicky yeah, now. He's yeah, chilling. Yeah, in a certain space, you don't yeah. have to. But in order to get to that space, you got to just use certain things to put you. Look at Fab. Fab <laughs> Fab got Twitter popping. Joe Buttons' career was over. Yeah. Joe Buttons was where, no no shade at uh, 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 Chris and Neef and them, but mm -hmm. Joe Button, Chris and Neef, that whole wave it was gone. Was go over. Once yeah. that makes the statement, loud jerseys. <laughs> Once that wave was it, Joe right. Buttons was finished. Mm -hmm. But Twitter got him popping again. Marlon Wayans. <laughs> all them having Twitter beefs and pop. Twitter got them popping. True. Yo, Khaled Snapchat. Oh my gosh. Oh, Khaled goodness. Snapchat. It's unbelievable what he did. He got the silk, uh, the silk um deal. Like the not the uh the milk. So 
Got yeah, that yeah, yeah. endorsement. I'm like, got everything through Snapchat. Bro. Real rap, all through Snapchat. Selling the keys now, dog. Yeah. His, his whole Snapchat is like all ads now. Yo, I got was, the keys. He got the keys. He was with Michelle Obama, Snapchatting it up. Come on, man. You know what I mean, you got to be able to use certain situations, like the podcast, whatever it is, yo, whatever's available to you. You got to use it and build that foundation and grow on with it. But what happens is people get too cool. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, oh, I can't do the internet shit because I'm I'm BET tone, so. I can't have an internet show. Right. Oh, you wild. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I you wild. Let me tell y'all something. This is some real shit. Drop them, man. Drop these I'm, gems, I'm bro. Give, I'm going to give you some real shit. Uh-huh. Hit it. I'm going to be totally honest with y'all. I stayed up all night. The Kevin Hart shit we did, the Charlie Mack joint. Mm-hmm. Yo, we had we had, Char- we had Kevin Hart. We had, who else was in that? Tyrese, Tyrese. Dougie Fresh. Everybody was in that joint. Mm-hmm. I stayed up all night and cut a piece for BT. It was a five-minute piece on the entire T.I. was in that shit. It was big. Yo, it got 5,000 views, right? Mm-hmm. 5,000 views ain't shit right. for fucking BET. Right. I was, I, my laptop was fresh, you know what I mean? No lie, I was taking a shit and I had my laptop <laughs> on, my, on, my, on my lap, right? And I was like, yo, I wanna see what this new microphone, if I can start making some shit here. And Kevin Hart, you we always- He was already making some shit. <laughs> yeah, I was making <laughs> some shit literally. <laughs> but it, for, for those who don't know, every time I see Kev, we snap. You know what I mean? We always cut on each other. Yeah. Every time I see him, he, we all, I always make him snap on me. He mm. go ham on me. So he had his son on his shoulders, and I was like, Kev, uh, you know, you my height with your son on your shoulders. And then he was like, ha, 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 very funny. That's why you got on the first Gucci belt ever made. Yo, and he started flaming me up. He was like, uh, he said, he was like, uh, he was like. And you had to join showing too. You yeah, had to join tuck. And had my pants tuck. Yo, I felt so corny. I couldn't untuck it in time because I was on camera. I was trying to move my stomach to hopefully my shirt would come out and cover it. Yo, he started killing, and then he had on a fresh Gucci belt, like the new 2016 shit. Not last season. And I had the 2011 Marshalls joint. Yo, so he was like, he was like, but in the end, you don't need uh, filled in must eyebrows to be successful. He said something about my eyebrows, and I got blind eyebrows. Whatever it was, he was lighting me the fuck up, right? Yo, I don't remember what it was, but he was. And then it was funny. His son was on the shoulder. He just he ate me the fuck up, right? BT said, don't put that in there. I was like, all right. I said, let me just put this out there on some funny shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I made like, yo, I mean, you think I could beat Kevin Hart in the, in the snap battle? And then I put it out there. It was like two minutes long. Yo, this shit got half a million views. Damn. Crazy. On YouTube. Crazy. Half a million Crazy. views. Let me tell you how wild this shit is, yo. I was in Alabama covering the tornadoes to BT. Mm-hmm. And a nigga came behind, yo, so Alabama, the tornadoes had totally destroyed in, uh, yeah, in the entire neighborhood. Yep. And a nigga came up to me, he said, yo, he said, I see what you're doing on TV, man. He said, I see you keep doing your thing. I said, oh, you saw my Alabama coverage? He said, no. He was like, what? he was like, you the nigga with the first Gucci belt ever. That's all you need, though. You motherfucker. Yo, I was so mad. But, yo, I swear to God, I was in the bank. I'm on 106 in Park. Right. And niggas remember me from some shit that I put on YouTube while I was taking the shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Yo, and I, I swear to God, yo, I saw Kevin Hart when he came to 106 in Park. And he said, yo, I saw the shit you put on YouTube. So even Kevin Hart saw right. shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, and that's just something. so like you gotta go out there and use media. We got these phones. These phones are HD. Create your own content. Create your own buzz. Mm-hmm. What what happens is cats get caught up in. I need five million views. Yo, if you do fifty thousand views, you can sell advertised space and make money. Yeah, if you make fifty thousand dollars a year podcasting, as opposed to fifty thousand dollars a year 
you know, painting or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you you set. Right. right. But cats see Kevin Hart with private jets and married to some bad foreign chick and just the yachts and the rock and all of that other but shit. That that blind. And they want don't do it. Right. You you don't have to be successful. Motherfuckers think, oh, uh, I got to in order to be a mod, I need to be on GQ. Yo, you and your man get a seven D. That's it. Yo, I went to Dell State. No lie, this girl called me an asshole because she was like, um, I want to be on air. I said, okay, can I see your reel? She's a pretty little girl. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't have a reel. She's a pretty young lady. She said, I don't have a reel. I said, okay, well, you know, what did you host? She said, I ain't host nothing. I said, well, you got any samples or anything? She said, no. I said, why the she fuck would I put you on? You pretty. And I, I had to break it down to her. I said, listen, you, let's say you the prettiest girl at Dell State. Let's just say that. Let's but she say. probably wasn't. I see not the bad chicks, but she's probably in the top 15. Right. Let's say you the top 15. Third team on Dell State. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say you top 15 at Dell State. True, true. Let's just say you top 15 at Dell State. Uh-huh. That means an entire state. Let's say an entire state of Delaware, you in the top 1,000. Mm. Yo, you add Philly in. Now you in the top 10,000. You go to New York. Mm. You're not even in the top 500,000 of the baddest chicks. I don't <laughs> You're you unranked. Now. You're undrafted. You're in the playing game. <laughs> so that means the streets are littered with chicks like you. Right. And you mean to tell me you don't know how to flirt with any of these niggas? I seen one nerd nigga. I felt bad. I pointed him out. I said, you mean to tell me you can't flirt with this nerd nigga and get this motherfucker? Right, to, to do something for you, to, to cut something? something? You, Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even got to give him nothing. You could just flirt and pretend like you is and get your shit shot. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all got cell phones. You mean to tell me you and your girls ain't go shoot nothing? Right. These iPads got camera fo- uh, uh, phones on them and shit. You just got nothing. Nothing. I was like, yo, you don't really want to be successful. I said, I seen how, you know what I mean, certain females like you are. You gonna come to the office, get smutted out, smash a few rappers, smash Terrence J and a couple of dudes, and you're gonna be on the first thing smoking back to Delaware. Right. And she she said I was a hater and started crying, oh, I destroyed her dream. But she you know, like just kept it real. Her, like, yeah, kept it a bean. Kept it too real for her. I see, I, I see that shit happen all the time. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kept it, kept it's, it's one of those things where you know what I'm saying? Right. I just want for, for people to listen to this, and I ain't mean to go off on a tangent. Nah, 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 man. You sharing, you speaking the gospel, the media gospel, I, man. The, the, you gotta the, share your experience. In order for me to get to this point, man, I had to use everything at my disposal. Mm-hmm. Anything even stuff that, that, that wasn't yours, because yeah. 340 that wasn't yours. That technically wasn't yours. It wasn't mine, yo. I stole, let me tell you. Listen, all right, one more, so I'm gonna try to keep this in short, yo. Please do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'll keep this for sure. We got all the airtime we need, baby. This hey, ain't man. rocket science. We might make this two, but this is part one. We might make part two. I don't get a chance to tell people these stories. People the only money. see the, the finished product. I don't right. tell people this. Let me tell y'all, yo. When I first got my internship at Philly, I was commuting back and forth from Delaware to um, New York. Mm-hmm. So this is before the Chinese bus. I didn't know anything about the Chinese bus. Right. So only thing I knew how to get to Philly was Amtrak. That motherfucker, Damn. 50 to 100 dollars, because I ain't no other way. You gotta think this was 2000. You Mega? Yeah. I was 19 when, when I was. Out? Mega was about, Damn. I mean, what, 2012? Yeah, somewhere I, My internship was 2003. Damn. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm 19 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I had to figure out how to get back and forth. I didn't have a car. So what I would do is I would get on the train, and I noticed when you went in the bathroom, they didn't check your ticket. Nope. So I figured I'm gonna just take this two hour shit. Yeah. And I would go in the bathroom, and I would just stay in the bathroom for two hours until I got to my spot. Grind. And and what I would also do, I would go to get in the bathroom, and I would say, okay, it's three stops when you want to express. It's Philly, North, and then New York. Hmm. So I would get on, and I would just chill, and they'd be like, yo, uh, next stop, you know what I mean, North. I'd be like, shit. I was trying to go to D.C. I didn't mean to go here. Right, I'm going to get off on the next stop. Right. Then I would go to the next train. The next train, yeah, uh, 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 New York's the next stop. Damn, I was supposed to get off at Philly. <laughs> 
Um, well, sir, you got to get off. All right, damn, what's right. the next stop? Right. New York, all right. And I would do the shit every day. <laughs> One time I got caught, though. Dude was like, God damn, like, <laughs> look, different times. Look, dude from D.C., dude was like, he was cool. He was like, oh, D.C., don't worry about it. Hey, put my man on the D.C. train. <laughs> Yo, and I'm on the train to D.C. And the doors was about to shut. And I just jumped out real quick. And he was like, my man, where you going? I was like, oh, well, I said my stomach, I got the bubble guts. And I ran to the bathroom. He was like, it's a bathroom on board the train. Nah, I got to I, like, go. I can't hold it. got to go. And I just got off the train and I went home. But like, yo, any way possible for you to get on, and don't get it twisted, just because I'm at SI don't mean I'm still not. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it like, it's still yeah. corners you got to cut. Absolutely. Just, what you do at SI life. now? So I'm a digital journalist, so I shoot, edit, write, and produce my own stories. So for example, uh, the Kevin, I, I have to monitor the web. So Kevin Durant breaks, I have to, you know, watch the Associated Press, you know what I mean? And as soon as something breaks, I put a, a story out, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So uh, breaking news, uh, Kevin Durant has just signed a four-year, such and such million-dollar deal with the Warriors. Uh, Kevin Durant averaged da -da 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 points, and then I have to give you a stat that you probably don't know. Right. So, you know, Kevin Durant joins the Warriors, and he becomes, you know, one of two people to only... He, he joins a team that only has... is the only team in NBA history that has two MVPs under the age of 30. Mm -hmm. So then we'll put the stats out there. I'll pick the pictures, pick the videos out. And if uh, KD re released a statement, we'll find a statement. You know, we normally do a video from like 30 seconds to a minute. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I post that to the web and we, we put it out there. Some of the stuff gets shared straight to Facebook mm -hmm. and uh, the rest of the stuff goes to the site. So I do about 10 videos a day. Yeah, okay. I'll be seeing you hitting some Jones. Yeah, on the social media and all World that stuff. Worldstar, just put some more shout out to Worldstar, man. Tag me, no baby at Tony Anderson TV. No, they ain't showing you no love. Yeah, I seen, I seen the screenshot. You make sure you show us some love on Tony Anderson TV. Oh, you already know. <laughs> I got rocket science, people. I got definitely got to put the clip on there. Mm -hmm. All right, so what's up? You got time? We about to get yeah, into late. We about to get into uh, Am I Wrong? Absolutely, absolutely. But first, we got a track from uh, DVSN. Feel me. There the, it is. Uh, bro, run that by me again. Who is these people? Division. Division. DVSN. Y'all know I'm the old nigga on the podcast. <laughs> I thought Division was a video game. So we got. It's a little smooth. It's a little smooth. It ain't as hard. We ain't coming as hard as the little Uzi future. We coming with a little smooth <laughs> R and B All now. Right, so we got some Division. What's it called? Feel me. I think it's Feel me. All right. Here we go.
This ain't rocket science episode 20. Mm-hmm. That was division. Yes. Nice Seeing vibe. you, feeling you, whatever it's called. With me. With me. Oh, <laughs> I was 0 for 2 there. All right, so here we go. My mic has <laughs> broke again. So I'm going to hold this thing. There you go. We're going to get into Am I Wrong? We still got Tone. Yeah, yeah. Track. BJ. Joel has joined us on the couch. All right. Hi. So first we have Ish from Glassboro. Hey, this is Ish. I'm calling from Glassboro. And am I wrong that I still do with my ex? I'm engaged. Um, I'm actually getting married within the next six months. I mean, I love my fiance to death. I mean, our relationship is great, except, I mean, he just sucks when it 
comes to give a head. And my ex is thebomb.com, like crazy orgasm after orgasm. Um, Like, but he ain't shit, which is why we're not together. But I just don't know what to do. I can't leave him alone because the head is so good. All right, Ish. I'm I'm, I'm going to ask the room before I get at your ass. All right. Hey, hey, Ish, I think Ish got the classic, the classic 80-20 rule. Okay. Mm-hmm. Classic 80-20 situation. Well, first of all, is she wrong? Uh, is she wrong? No. She you can't wrong. be wrong for how you feel. Like, if you feel a certain way, you feel a certain way. Feelings, there are no wrong feelings. Like, if you feel a certain way about something, you can't really, you can't really mess with that. You just feel how you feel. Mm-hmm. But right. here's the thing, though. It's 80-20. You, you're not going to leave your 80% for the 20% that he lacking mm-hmm. to right. go with the dude that's getting ahead. scientific. So, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? You know, y'all, never, y'all heard of 80-20? No, I thought you were talking head. about hamburgers, honestly. <laughs> like, the kind of hamburgers. <laughs> Hold on, let me just say this. Did he try to explain that 80-20 rule on a breakfast club one morning? Word? And, and got his ass in trouble. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you can definitely get it. <laughs> but go ahead, continue. I, I'm not going to go too in-depth because <laughs> I don't want to get you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's, essentially, though, if you with somebody, most people, nobody's going to have 100% of whatever you want. That's yeah. just a fairy tale. Most The person that you, the highest percentage that you'll probably get is 80%. And what happens is we'll let go of the 80% for the 20 for the 20%. So right, it's the right. 80-20 rule. Don't lose your 80 for the 20. So right. you cool with her getting her bean, even though it takes two niggas. So, so, so here's my thing, though. What hell no won't hurt them. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just this keeping it 100. Here. What Mario wanna say, you know what I mean? Please don't let me know. Keep <laughs> your stuff you're tight. Playing me, you know what I'm saying? Please don't let me know. That was the jam. That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm just saying for me, you could do one of two things. You could either, because you're not going to chalk it, because if it's no good and it's really that deep, you're not going to chalk it. It's yeah. going to be an issue. So you either leave him and go with the bum ass dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying or, or you teach your dude what he's doing. You know, and I know I said two things, excuse me, three. You teach the dude new tricks. You know what I mean? You say, let's watch some porn together. Right. And you manually show him what to do. Got to coach said, him. You know what? This is what she should do. Player development. Get, get That's player what it's development. Called. Give your man first rights of refusal. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do. You give him, you say, you know what? I'm a. Your man's a, 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 a unrestricted free agent. You gotta give him a chance to match the offer sheet. Okay, man, I like where you're going with this. I like this. Where, it took, a, I like it took a minute, but I got to the point. Mm-hmm. Your man is the first one to do. He, he said, "He's like, listen, we gonna show each other. We gonna work and mm-hmm. watch this porno together. I'm gonna show you what I want you to do. Right. Suck here, lick here. You don't need to go inside the pussy. It tastes <laughs> like." If you go inside the pussy, that's no good. It tastes like the inside of a penny. You ever, it tastes like a penny. You ever, like, the inside of a pussy it's tastes like a penny. It's like just stale. It's not even stale. It's just like a... Yeah, you can't describe it. You don't need to be up in that. You no. just need to be on a clit, just sucking and licking on a clit. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> she needs to tell you exactly how she want it done, and you need to be down there for as long as it takes. Now, if, now, if he ain't willing to do that, and you know what I'm saying? The team don't match that offer match sheet. Match offer. Then, then you become an unrestricted free agent. Right, right, right. Then, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Then you got to, you know, keep your dude because you don't want to mess up your situation. But then, hey, you holler at the dude with the, uh, uh, <laughs> with the magic tongue. <laughs> all right, BJ. The magic tongue he and the fucking the way. He, he, he might have already persuaded you all the way through. So, BJ, right he now, is she, is she wrong? I think she still is wrong. But I'm all with the teaching aspect. You know what I mean? Each one, teach one. Right. <laughs> teach my man what he doing. I mean, if you feel that strongly... Just teach him. Okay. Now, then it's in his then it's in his court. If he ain't learning, if he's not receptible to the knowledge that you're trying to spit him out, or if he don't want to change his ways or or take that advice, then you you gotta. I mean, you gotta make your own decision. So, so should she leave him, or should she just have her? She should 80/20? leave. Him. She should. She should start off with the eighty twenty. Okay. She should start off with the eighty twenty. Cause 
Yeah, I mean, she she needs knees right now, but she should teach him. Start off with the eighty twenty, ease him into it. Yeah, you know I mean, hey, you gotta do this, go left, right, yeah, man, whatever you gotta do. Yeah, you know what I mean, and then and then figure it out. So, how you feel, Joel? I agree with you. She's wrong. Like all you gotta do is say what you mean. I don't understand why bitches can't open their mouth and just communicate what they want sexually. I guess a lot of hoes in a lot of trouble. I don't understand that. Mm. I'm not here. I'm not one for cheating. So it's like, okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, but just speak up and say what you want or buy a toy. If you want to stay in your relationship. You tongues out here? Yeah, they do actually. <laughs> they, They're actually they vibrating tongues. Yes. There was actually a, you know, a <laughs> Still you can they can. The real thing. I what mean, just whack and just won't change though. Bye. That's what I think where it is. Because if you feel this strongly, I think he must be whack. He, he, must, like, he right. must be lazy. And who wants lazy head? Maybe he not good. It's yeah. not about being lazy. Maybe he just bad. How can you be lazy? I, How can you be bad at that? It's head. But what if you're a devout Muslim and you don't even do it? Right. Well, that sucks for you. Cause, but have y'all ever come across a woman that didn't want to give y'all head? Yes. I mean, come yes. on. Yes. And, yes. and where, are, where is she? Exactly. All right, so right now, what's the score right now? I got two wrongs. Yes. And Tone is going with us. She's she's good. She's good money. She's good. Coach, coach him up. Yeah, she's good to me. She just got to give him first rights of refusal. First rights of refusal. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say this hoe was dead wrong, B. There you go. And why she did wrong, y'all should. If head means that much to you, y'all shouldn't even be engaged. Thank you. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Now, I see where you're going. It's hard to find. Let me just say this. I'm. I'm gonna speak up for the ladies. It's hard to find a dude that has all of the aspects you want. He may have the beard you want, the height you want. He got everything else. He may be dicking you down right. It's mm. just that the tongue ain't good. It's the 80 20. You but if the, the tongue means that much to you, no. You shouldn't be out here cheating on this nigga. No. You understand what I'm saying? So if the head mean that much, he, you, you probably should told nigga no when he got down on one knee. <laughs> you should have said, nigga, get down on the other knee and let me <laughs> teach you how to perform this oral. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you understand what I'm saying? You should have said no. Let's wait. All right, let me put you through some training classes first. We gotta go to training Girl, camp, and we and we Shit. figure it out from there. Some people are just whack. I, I can't condone. I can't condone. She, that, she shouldn't be. In, well, I shouldn't be her. It shouldn't. He shouldn't be her nigga if he's just that trash, if he's just that whack, as you would call it. I've had a banging-ass girl that just couldn't give a good head. She just kept skinning my dick with her teeth. That's the uh, worst. No matter what, the she worst. just kept... I wanted to punch her. But did you say anything? Cause that, I've, I did, you could see it. I was like, oh, bitch, oh, stop. <laughs> I smacked her with it. Like, bitch, and it made a noise. Like, I was like, bitch, you don't fucking stop. She probably liked right. that. She liked like that. Chill, I swear to God, but she was not... I just her mouth just wouldn't open fully. I don't. She had that fifty cent mouth. She had that didn't. Just something was. She had a she had body. She had the lock jaw. She had the coat jaw. She just couldn't open her mouth fully or something. It was like God damn, bitch. Say ah. So it just it wouldn't open up. I was just like, yeah, we just not gonna do this no more. Right. She always wanted to do it too. I mean. So you I had to, at least you had like her enthusiasm. All right. So. <laughs> All right, next one we got. Hi, this is Jazz from Philly. Um, is it wrong for me to want to spend one week and a month away from my fiance and child? Oh man, shaking my damn head. A mama who don't want to be a mama. That's what it comes down Jasmine to. From, all right, we're going to start with BG. Jazz, is Jasmine from Philly? Is she wrong? For, for wanting a full week? Did she say weekend or full week? She wants. One weekend per month to her damn self. I mean, that's a that's her straddling kid and fiance. Yeah, that's straddling the line. I'm just gonna call you a bad mom and parent if you want if you want a full weekend. I mean, that's how I feel. You know what I mean, if you want a full weekend, one weekend a month, you just a bad parent. You should love being a parent. You should love being that life. Yeah, you want to be a part time mom. You just want to go out in the streets. You wrong. She, she want to work pool. When, when, when called upon, she wants to show up. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, you wrong. All right, Joel, where we at with it? No, she's not wrong. In fact, I think she needs a full seven days. Ooh, I think seven she needs a full. Days. You don't even days. know this woman. She could so, be at home. Not, she could be a house mom. So hard being a mom. And I know because so you're hard. one, right? No, I'm not a. a okay. Thank the sweet baby Jesus. You think I'm on the show before? Not have nary a dependent, but I've watched some of my friends who have kids and have significant others. That shit's another motherfucking job. Yeah, that's why you. You need a break. Uh, I mean, a weekend is fair. They if always say, if you can't breathe, when you got a job, you want you never work a day in your life. Never work a day shit, in your life. So if you want your kids and you love your kids, it shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't uh-uh, be a problem. No, you know what I mean? No, being a parent is hard. You I have some I unfit friends. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, I'll babysit. I will take my friends. I will not kids. trust you with my kids. Oh, at all. You want to You want to pay the Episode. Listen. Episode 13. This lady was on this show. She's on record. And spoke about having leashes for children. I'm yeah. Hey, I'm going to leash your, your kid. See, we're yeah. at the park. Wow. We're at the zoo amusement park. I don't give a nah, fuck if your man. kid runs for me. That's why. I'm going to get but so far. That's why kids on riddling now. Because yeah. people like you. Whatever, man. All right, so what's up? She's not wrong. So uh, is she wrong? I, I don't think she's wrong at all. I don't know about this week situation. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Well, she wanted a weekend. That was Joelle who wanted to give her, okay. who wanted to give her a whole, a whole, a whole week, though. I don't know about that. But here's the thing. I get tired of everybody. I, I remember I went on a trip with my favorite cousin. And we, we went on vacation for maybe two weeks. After a couple of days, we was fighting each other. We just tired of looking at each other. Right. Yo, sometimes I get tired of myself and I take a nap just to escape my own self. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm tired of my voice. I'm getting on my own nerves and it don't nobody be around me. So it's nobody else but me. Right. So I just go to sleep. I'm not even tired, but I just got to get away from myself. <laughs> I think everybody deserves a break. And, you know what I mean? I've been in relationships before where it's like, you don't want to spend time with me. Listen, I need you to go do something. I don't care what it is. Go start a fight. I hope you win. <laughs> go start a blog. Go do something, do some. right? Entertain do yourself. something and then come back and make sure it's interesting. I don't want to hear about the bitch at your job. I don't care. Uh, do you know what uh, I'm tired of that shit. This bitch doing this. You had an issue with this bitch for years. I mean, go do something like legitimately interesting. I painted today. Yeah, I, pa- I don't care, baby. You, you hit- No, I don't give a fuck about the love and hip hop. I need uh-huh. you to go and do something Preach. in real life. Talk on it. Preach. I need you to feed the homeless. <laughs> I need you to do something exciting. Get into a fight and road rage. I don't know wow. what. I don't know why everything All right, is so fighting. this is my things. All right, so she's not wrong, but you want her time to be spent productively. Yeah. I want your time to be spent doing something where you can come back and we can share it. And I'm genuinely interested in it. Don't just go to the club. Don't shake just your ass. be out. You know what I mean? Letting this dude eat your box because I ain't doing it right. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying actually do something that's worthwhile so then we can come back and I can share it with you. Because I do things that are worthwhile. I go and I travel and I interview somebody and say, babe, I just interviewed Beyonce. Or, you know what I mean? I just did a podcast with my friends. Let me tell you about this podcast. Same stage, same wavelength there. Something. Beyonce. Mm -hmm. The same (laughs) thing. You know, I just just had to think about it like not everybody's into me. I take it. You know what I mean? Like, go do so- I went outside and I fed the ducks. I I fed the pigeons, and you know what I saw when I fed the pi- the pigeons? That the pigeons are best friends, and then once you throw the bread, they fight each other. Right, now we right. have a story, and it's a, a metaphor. And go watch Game of Thrones and tell me about it. Right. I don't give a fuck what you do, but do something that we can actually talk about. I like that. I like your passion. I like Thank that you. too, man. That, that, well, that is something that I've had in previous relationships where I've become the main source of entertainment for whom I'm dating. Mm-hmm. So they get on the phone with me and they want to talk all day long and it's like, 
guess what I did today? What you did with a bitch at the job was irking me. Oh. And you can't believe what she said. And then I went to the store and the bitch wouldn't do that. And I'm like, I, no, this so, so is imagine work. that so, with a child speak, in the mix. Speaking of which, what is your, your status as of now? I'm not asking for myself. I'm engaged. Right. To a woman, by the way. Indeed. <laughs> but indeed. for the ladies out there, are you single right now? I am single. I'm available at Tony Anderson TV. There we go. Um, I love ladies in all shapes, sizes, uh, colors. I prefer brown and chocolate, but I don't discriminate against the uh, the high yellow women too. Um, so you know, you just gotta have have your things in order. I don't do buckets, hood boogers, hood rats, um, none of that stuff. You gotta come correct. And uh, yeah. All right. So for the record, uh, that hole was dead wrong. But we're going to get out here on that. Share your, uh, so you got your, your IG is what? IG at Tony Anderson TV. The same as my Twitter mm -hmm. on Facebook. Just Tony Anderson. Look me up. I'm on sportsillustrated.com. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be on a, this isn't rocket science podcast uh, quite often. I'm based in New York, but my Philly bros and now my new Philly sisters in the building. So we about to get this shit cracking. Yeah. This ain't rocket science people. Episode 20 are, are all hearts and minds clear. Yep. Feel good. Chip yeah. shape, my nigga. Good. I appreciate you coming through, dog. No doubt, Thanks Tom. It's worked baby. out great, man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, yay. Here we go.